Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. Thursday morning, and you just walk out of your annual performance review. You just receive a strong satisfaction rating, despite exceeding all the key performance indicators set forth by the management and the company. Even though you have done a fantastic job throughout the year, but we just want to see if you can remain consistent. That was the feedback that you have received. Despite your performance rank at the very top of your company in comparison to all your peers over and over again, once again you feel you have been undervalued, with your year of hard work went unrecognized. You ask yourself, how do I get a fair rating? How do I make others believe that I'm so much more than they perceive? Why does the management always give opportunities to others instead of me? Welcome to episode nineteen: Three Keys to Manage Your Personal Brand. First, I would like to announce that we had just crossed another milestone for our podcast. Over the weekend, we had just crossed the three thousand downloads, combining all the podcast platforms that we're currently on. Many of the listeners who follow us on social media know that I took a break from podcasting last week while traveling in London. Needless to say, the excitement of finding out that together we have achieved this amazing milestone upon returning to the states over the weekend. A giant thanks to all the listeners and friends of our podcast for making this happen. As the world continued to gloom due to all the negative events and concerns over the outbreak of coronavirus. I promise to continue to use this podcast as the source of positivity that we desperately need right now. Once again, our prayers and thoughts continue to go to the police and their families for the recent hate crimes, and the countless patients along with their families who are currently battling through the virus. Now, to focus on the positive sides, let's dive into some of the most inspiring and positive news. Today, our news is brought to you by CNN. The good stuff, written by Alicia Lee. The headline of our story is: An eight-year-old boy 
pay off the lunch debt for his entire school by selling keychains. You may heard the celebrities donating the money to cover students' lunch debt, but Kiani Ching from Vancouver, Washington, is just your normal eight-year-old who wanted to help his schoolmates. With his handmade keychains that go for five dollars each, Kiani was able to raise four thousand fifteen dollars to erase the lunch debt of the students from his school and six others. It all started because Kiani wanted to do something special. For the Kindness Week at his school, Benjamin Franklin Elementary, with his mother in April and father Barry by his side, Kiani thought about a project that would truly reflect kindness. Kiani was ultimately inspired by San Francisco 49er Richard Sherman, the cornerback who previously played for the Seattle Seahawks, donated more than twenty-seven thousand dollars to cover students' lunch debt. Kiani, for the record, is a Miami Dolphins fan. He said, "Kiani said he decided to make keychains because I love keychains. They look good on my backpack." Once word of Kiani's keychains and his heartwarming cause got out, people from all over the country started sending their requests for one of the custom keychains. We have sent keychains to Alaska, Rhode Island, Minnesota, Arizona, and all over the country. April Ching told CNN, "There was one lady who said she wanted one hundred dollar worth of keychains so that she could just hand them out to people. There were several people who bought one keychain and gave Kiani a hundred bucks. It was absolutely amazing on how much support the community showed for his whole project. With the help of not only his parents but also his grandparents, Kiani made and sold more than three hundred keychains." Kiani delivered the $4,015 check to Franklin Elementary School last week. Of that amount, $1,000 will go to the school to pay off the $500 lunch debt for any future debt incurred. The rest will go to six other nearby schools, which will give $500 each to clear their own lunch debts. Lunches here are about $2, but if you have two or three kids and for whatever reason you miss. Paying for for a week of lunch or breakfast, that adds up pretty quickly. Franklin Elementary's principal Udi Howard said, "This type of gifts takes a little bit of pressure off your family." School lunch debt is an increasing problem in the U.S. In the 2017 to 2018 school year, 75% of school districts reporting to the School Nutrition Association had unpaid student meal debt. The median amount of unpaid meal debt per district has risen by 70% since the 2012 to 2013 school year, according to SNA. Stories of children being lunch shamed grabbed the nation's attention last year. A boy from Ohio had his lunch taken away on his birthday because of an unpaid balance. A school in Rhode Island said it will serve only some butter and jelly sandwiches to kids with lunch debt. The outrage surrounding these stories prompted many states to pass laws that ban actions of denying a hot meal to students with unpaid lunch balances. Kiani doesn't know how much the politics of America's lunch debt problem, but one thing he knows is this: helping others is important because it just makes the world a better place. Kiani said. So here at Life Plus Up, we really thank you, Kiani Ching. 
for being the inspiration that the world really needs right now. Because of your effort, countless families have a little less pressure off their shoulders. Thank you once again for your selfless and kind act. Now, let's take a short break and see what our sponsor has to say. Welcome back. Now let me ask, does the story earlier resonate with you? What do you think is the reason that people with talents and strong performances records get passed on opportunities? What are the main reasons why some people thrive in their careers while others stagger is their personal brands? What is a personal brand, you ask? In short, the personal brand is basically a promise that you make to the people who deal with you. Personal brand is how well people think about your ability to keep your promises as well. Think about the last time you went shopping for clothes. Do you tend to select a particular brand of clothes over others? Why? They are all made of the same types of materials, but why are some more expensive than others? The same reason that you will trust Gucci handbags quality in comparison to those sold at Target is the same reason why some people advance in their career while others don't. For over 15 years, as a life coach, I have dedicated myself to helping others to achieve success in core components of life, which are personal, financial, and career. Throughout my career, I have seen many talented people never get to use their talents to the fullest or recognized fairly. In contrast, some others thrive with opportunities due to how they will perceive. Unlike abilities, building a personal brand is a skill and takes dedication, time, and effort just to be successful. Over the years, I researched and studied the importance of branding and controlling one's narrative of how others perceive them to help anyone in building a successful brand and start getting ahead in life. Here are the three keys to manage your personal brand. Key number one, determine your brand. There's an old saying, human decides emotionally and justify logically. To build your brand, first, you have to determine what your brand and emotional impacts on others who perceive you. Remember, your brand is your promise. You have to decide what you are promising. Your value, qualities, integrities, missions, etc. Let's use Lexus as an example. When Lexus first launched, they only have one mission in mind, beat Benz. They use Mercedes-Benz as a benchmark for quality, service, design, comfort, and security. So they started building toward a brand that aims to suppress the known German engineering. Decades later, we now recognize Lexus as a luxury brand that stands for what they believe in, an automaker that makes car comparable to Mercedes-Benz. So how do you determine what your brand will be? To determine what your brand will be, we need to really take the trip back to the future. For anyone who wants to know more about the trip back to the future, I suggest you to visit my previous episode. Wait, are you setting the correct goals? In that episode, I went in detail on how to use this method to set goals and achieve what you want to do. Now let's go back to the episode again. Imagine you are sitting on the sofa in your corner office with a journalist five years from now. 
the journalists ask you various questions about your lifestyles and challenges in careers that you have overcome so far. A few days later, after the interview, you receive an email draft from the journalist. As you open the attachment, what do you wish to see as the title of your interview? That title is your brand. Do you wish the title says, Fierce Leader Who Leads With Strategic Bold Actions? Or maybe you want the title to sound like, Leader That Embraces Cultural Diversity Changes the Norm of the Industry. Better yet, why not for nature how one can win by putting environment first? Your brand doesn't have to be this dramatic, but it has to stand for something that you believe in and what you want others to know you for. Now, do you want to be known for your leadership? Do you want to be recognized for your specific skills? Or do you want people to associate your names with consistency and quality? Maybe you want to be known as a great team player. Remember, specializations of your brand is the key. You really want to focus your brand on one core area of achievements, such as your work, product, service, or even community involvement. Don't try to be all things to everyone at the same time, because it will only backfire and you will not work. Just think, if you want to bring your loved one to enjoy a date with sushi, will you choose a restaurant that sells sushi, burger, tacos, and Chinese food all at the same time? You will not do that, right? So once you have determined what your brand is, let's go ahead and see how we can build it. So key number two, building your brand. One thing to remember when building your brand is everything counts. Everything you do can build your brand or destroy it. It is essential to consider all the actions and consequences before when you are building your brand. With that in mind, Let's go ahead and dive into the three steps of building your brand. Step number one, establish a leadership image. To create your brand, you have to develop an image of being the leader of the brand. You have to be recognized as the specialist of your brand. If you are focusing on building a brand of a community leader, then you should start researching and be knowledgeable about the subject and condition of your community. If you want to build a brand as a team leader, you should focus on volunteering and organizing team activity within your professional or personal network. There are many ways to increase your knowledge and be familiar with subjects that are most important to your brand. In this day and age, you can easily find communities and resources to enhance your expertise, such as education, professional training, or even be up to date by subscription to news. It is essential to be recognized as a specialist or an expert in the area of achievement that you're trying to brand. After all, will you have more trust in a specialist for your medical conditions in comparison to a general health advisor? Now, step number two, build your brand around your personality. To build a successful brand, you have to be able to relate to the emotional aspect of your target markets. To do so, you have to be genuine. You have to build your brand around your personality with all the goods and all the flaws. Remember, you are human, and humans have flaws. 
Being able to display flaws and demonstrate vulnerability courageously can help building trust by relating to your target market. However, just by keep showing your flaws without a strategy sometimes destroy your brand before it was made. It is very important to control the narrative when building your brand around your personality. The key is to control what is shown instead of being forced to show. You may not control what challenges are coming to your way, but you always have a say in how to react. Now, step number three, being distinguished and unique. A successful brand is unique and easily distinguishable. If your brand is similar to your competitors and other peers, how are you going to stand out when opportunity arises? Think about the last time you visit your local food court in the mall. Do you tend to try a new restaurant that hands out simple along with a thin decor instead of the one in the corner with a generic look? When you are shopping for flowers, do you always choose the one that stands out in colors and presentations? Being able to have a unique presence that resembles your brand will help you to stand out. I have a realtor that I worked with before that solely built her brand in dedication to serve families in her community. Every holiday season, she will give pie vouchers to her current and past clients to exchange for a free pumpkin or apple pie at her office. She will also periodically email the best family activities in town to her network and even host a lot of events herself throughout the year. As a result, she's the top choice realtor for any family who are looking to relocate or size up. Now, as you have chosen your brand, built a strategy around with your personality, it's time to showcase your brand. Key number three, showcase your brand. There is an old Chinese saying, you can't sell the best items if no one sees it. Your brand represents you. To have a successful brand, you will have to be able to showcase it properly to your target market. There are three platforms to help you make your brand visible to others. They are professional networks, community, and social media. Professional network and associations are great ways to build your brand. By participating in local professional networks or industry associations, your brand will be endorsed by the values and statutes of those groups that you join. For example, if you are a member of Toastmasters International, your target market will relay your brand to public speaking experts, leadership, and a great presenter. If you are a member of National Realtor Association, you'll be viewed as a real estate investment expert. However, keep in mind, if you are known to associate with a network that has a bad reputation, then your brand will go down with it. Now, community is another way to be visible while building your brand. Your local nonprofit organizations, religious groups, or even public offices are great resources. If you are active in organizations that care for homeless and less fortunes, you'll be viewed as a caring and loving person. If you're actively involved in town hall meetings and provide public services, you'll be considered as a community activist. Being able to involve in local nonprofits is essential. 
but you often have to choose which organizations to be involved in to avoid potential reputational risk. For example, Chick-fil-A really got themselves in trouble with all the different groups back in 2018 because of their continuous donation to the Salvation Army, which is known to be anti-OBGTQ. From that example, you can see that selecting the right communities to be associated with is very important. Last but not the least, social media is a fantastic platform to build your brand. Your LinkedIn profile is a great start to build your professional brand. Remember, your LinkedIn profile is like an open resume. Just like the restaurants that we mentioned earlier in the food court, if your profile looks generic and boring, your brand will be associated with such descriptions. Another thing to keep in mind is that whatever you post on your social media, they are not private. There are too many stories in regards on how one person's brand got completely trashed because private photos online was leaked. Remember, as we have stated before, everything counts, which means all your actions that are visible to others around you will help you to build or destroy your brand. The last thing to know about building your personal brand is the importance of persistence. Like mastering a skill, building your brand takes time and effort. You have to invest and nurture your brand throughout your career continuously. There will be time that your actions may damage your brand, and it's okay. We're all humans. You just have to re-strategize your plan and strengthen your brand continually. Remember, building your brand is not a sprint. It's a lifelong marathon. For the past 15 years, as a coach, I dedicate myself on helping others in achieving success in personal, financial, and career. I have seen so much talent and so many people with tremendous ability never get the chance to shine or the recognition they deserve because how they were perceived and how other believe they are. But like any skills, building a personal brand really takes strategies, dedication, time, and effort. Now with the three keys to manage your personal brand, one can take control of the narrative on how people perceive them. Remember, it is what people say about you behind the closed door counts. Now, let's go ahead and go back to your Back to the Future trip. In your imaginary interview, five years from now, you are opening that email. Ask yourself, what do you want the title to be? Now, as we are wrapping up the episode, let's dive into our mailbag questions as we have a few questions piled up during our little break last week. Our first question is actually from one of our listeners in California. Hi, Kevin. Currently, I'm going through a career transition. My company just announced a layoff. I don't know what my first step should be. What are your suggestions in handling this matter? First of all, thank you for reaching out. It definitely takes courage to ask for advice as I personally have experienced things like that in the past before. Remember, every single transitions, it's an opportunity. In my previous episode, Project Surviving Layoff, I have given a complimentary guide on how to go and turn this rare opportunities into a promotions and also change your mindset 
that you will no longer let others control your career. You'll be taking full responsibility going forward on how you want to establish yourself in the industry that you want to work for. My last advice to you after you have gone through my entire episode of Project Surviving Layoff is to know that you are working for yourself. In this day and age, loyalty to a company does not exist. You have to make sure yourself are marketable. And at the same time, you control you as the product. Don't let others sell you, but you can market and sell yourself. And always take yours and your family's best interests ahead of the company's. And that's my only advice. I hope that this helps. I also do publish the step-by-step process in my weekly publication on Medium. So you can also follow the show notes and go visit that as well too. Good luck. Now, our second question is from one of the listeners in Sunshine State. Hi, Kevin. Recently, I have been thinking about buying a home or pay off my car. Which one is the best way to utilize my money? Thank you. Okay, so this is an interesting question. On normal census, a house is an appreciation asset, most likely, and your cards depreciate. So it's always advisable to go ahead and invest in something that appreciates over time. Because first of all, when you invest in a home, you also eliminate paying rent and the mortgages for your landlord. But you also have to consider how much is your interest that you're paying on your car loans. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense if your interest is so much higher than what you'll be getting as your mortgage. So I would say the best way to evaluate is to think about how much residual value of your car and how much of a home that you want to buy and the market currently in your area to determine what's the best for you. My best advice is to pay off your car if it's in the high interest rate car loan. And then you can go ahead and take the monthly payments that you save that will increase your ability to pay more and get yourself a better mortgage and get a house that you deserve. Now, our final question is, is from a listener's in Southern California. Hi, Kevin. LA Lakers currently didn't make any move. Go Clippers. All right, let's calm down right here. First of all, I don't believe that Lakers need to make any move. As currently ranked as number one in the Western Conference, why are we going to wreck the cage that already works, right? Now, second of all is LA Clippers... Yes, you can have go all in this year's to win by trading off all your futures to get your best two players that you believe can make a difference. But look what we guys are currently. Still in the middle of the pack in Western Conference. So I would say let's go ahead and keep this decision all the way down to the finals and see who's laughing at the end. But all kidding aside, I do believe that it's a very healthy thing to have a competition in Los Angeles. I'm always going to be a Lakers fan. My heart's always go out to Kobe Bryant and also his daughter Gigi who passed away recently. And my prayers go to their family as well too. Hope that they did all rest in peace. Now, I do believe that this is Lakers year. We've been waiting for long enough. And I think it's our time to shine. So go Lakers. Now, as we have concluded all the questions and the mailbags, I hope to see all of you guys next Wednesday at Life Plus Up. 
As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.